Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Hockey News Action Show presented by BetMGM. I'm Jacob Stoller from the Hockey News alongside George Nasios, as always, getting you set for a Saturday slate of NHL games. We're, we're going to preview 12 contests happening. A couple have already started early on. Can't get to everyone. But let's start with the Nashville Predators visiting the Edmonton Oilers. Oilers are red hot. That's the word, word of the last. They're beyond red hot, Jacob. You see, we got to use it. We got to find something else to describe what they're doing right now. Running out of adjectives to describe the red hot yeah, Oilers. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. So they're going for their 16th in a row right here. Um, that that would be too shy of breaking an NHL record set by the Penguins in the of 17, 7, and 92, 93 season. So will they go into the break? With this winning streak intact, or will it end tonight? I actually think Nashville is the type of team that could end this streak. Not that that's where I'm telling you to put your money tonight, but they are paying very good odds. I think it's worth an upset. Here's why I'm telling you it's worth an upset, okay? First of all, the odds are 2.85 to 1. Those are really good odds. Second of all, Nashville is the team that kind of frustrates Edmonton. They've taken two of the last three head-to-head matches between the two. Thirdly, Corey Perry is supposed to make his season debut for the Oilers. I don't know if that's confirmed yet, but the lineup's been working. Now you're adding this other element. Not that I'm saying it's going to hurt them in the long run, but you're just adding, throwing something into the mix that wasn't there that could like irritate the chemistry they have. And it's an afternoon game. It's a two o'clock start in Alberta. So there's a lot of elements right here that say, hey, this could be an upset. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I would agree with you. And another thing, too, to keep in mind is, you know, UC Soros, potential future Edmonton Oiler, that's the kind of guy that can steal a game, too. Yeah. In one of these contests. Well, the way Skinner's playing, I don't think Edmonton's going to give up a lot of assets for a goalie right now, but I do agree, like, Skinner's playing way above his head. Having said everything I did about Nashville, which I still think is a good bet on the money line at 2.85 to 1, my favorite bet here at BetMGM is to pick the under. Under 6.5 goals, paying 1.87 to 1. And the reason for that is because the success Edmonton has had during this winning streak, especially since the calendar has flipped to January, has been because of their defense and not their offense. Edmonton's gone under 6.5 goals with their opponent nine times in a row. So I would continue to ride that trend. And on the opposite side, Nashville has also been hitting the unders with regularity. They've gone under 6.5 goals six games in a row so under 6.5 goals at bet mgm is paying 1.87 to 1 pretty good odds and i just think that that's your best bet to make you want to take a longer shot here i think nashville can stunt this winning streak by edmonton at 2.85 to 1 just to win at bet mgm so those are the bets i'm laying out for you but i think the under is the best bet here According to the Athletics uh, projected standings model, the Oilers have the highest chance of winning the Cup at 16%. Now, betting-wise, they have the second-best odds below the Avalanche. I think Just below left, right now. Just, just below. below. This is the time, guys. I think you got to put your money on the Oilers this year. Yeah. Uh, Here's my yeah. argument to it. They have to go all in. I don't You're think right. assets matter. They, they, ha- they have no choice but to go all in. They are at risk of losing McDavid and Settle if they do not really... This is, their, this is their best team in the McDavid era. Yes, and they have no choice but to go all in. I do think they'll find some goalie help, just whether to as insurance for Skinner or as a tandem. And I also think that if they can, or I, I mean, I could see a world where they add a defenseman. 
I could see it. And I think that they're, they have to do a move, and I think they will. So I think put your money in the Oilers because it won't be long before the roster looks even better. You know, you make some good points there. As the roster's currently constructed, or just my feeling is like, I don't trust the Oilers to win the cup. I think there's other teams in the West that I'd definitely pick. I'd probably pick three teams over them that if they were playing best of seven. But I, when you make your points, uh, I think you're right. I think they will add. I think they have to add. I think mm-hmm. this is the best team they've had in the McDavid era. It's the deepest team, both up front and on D. The goalies, goaltending's always been a question there. Obviously, Corey Perry solidifies the depth at forward. I do think the third and fourth lines are a little bit, they could get a little help in. You can always get help on D. As we've spoken about before, they don't have a number one defenseman and they're probably not going to get that in a trade either. But by making some ads, this, I agree with you, this is their best shot ever and they should make some ads. So this might be a good bet right now at nine to one. So good points made by you that they will add before the deadline because they kind of have to. They have no choice. Next up, the Buffalo Sabres are visiting the San Jose Sharks. This is our toilet bowl. Um, the Oilers like, to the Sabres and Sharks. Yeah, talking about a sad trumpet noise there. Uh, what do we think? Yeah, I like the Sharks on the puck line here. Um, the Sabres kind of have to like win this game, but the Sharks have been playing good hockey lately, and the odds just aren't there to pick the Sabres. They're really yeah. low odds on the money line. Well, if you take the Sharks on the puck line plus 1.5 as home underdogs, they're paying 1.7 to 1. And we've talked about the Sharks team being extremely streaky. They're on a good streak right now. They're on a season-long three-game winning streak. And they beat some good teams. They beat the Rangers. Um, they beat the Kings, who used to be good. Uh, so <laughs> they've only lost by more than one goal once in the last seven games. And Buffalo's just not a team to trust. So no. taking into account all those things, there's a last game of a three-game California road trip for Buffalo. Maybe they're enjoying their time in the sun. Maybe they're looking forward to the All-Star break. They, like San Jose, really don't have much to play for for the rest of the season. I like the Sharks on the puck line, even if they lose, to keep it close within one goal. 1.7 to 1, pretty good odds. And Buffalo has only won by two goals or more in San Jose once in their last four games. Yeah, and, you know, Buffalo, I think the best point you made there is Buffalo's a team not to be trusted. Uh, I think that... I would ride the hot hand here too. With yeah, look, they, they could win 5-1 tonight, Buffalo, but they could also lose 5-1 and nobody would be surprised. No, I would agree. Um, should we move on to our next game? I think it's uh, about time. So the New Jersey Devils are visiting the Tampa Bay Lightning. Two, des- two teams very desperate to gain some ground in the Eastern Conference playoff race. And Tampa's uh, getting some juice flowing recently offensively. They are hot, man. They are hot and... Nikita Kucherov is on fuego. I mean, Mm -hmm. this guy is just, we've talked about the heart trophy odds and how it's really tough for a winger to win it. But this guy just keeps on every game. He's getting two or three points and Tampa is scoring in bunches, mostly thanks to him. So I like the over here, 6.5 goals. It's paying 1.78 to one. They're matched up against the Devils team. Look, actually both these teams, they're not great defensively. Um, Devils have hit the over in 27 of 46 games this year. That's almost, they're hitting the over in almost 60% of their games. Devils are allowing 3.5 goals per game. That's fifth worst in the league. Tampa is 10th worst in the league in goals goals allowed per game. While on offense, these teams are tied for seventh in goals for. So I see a lot of goals here. Um, 
New Jersey, as I've just said, as we've spoken about at length, as everybody knows, they just can't keep the puck out of their net. Um, in their head-to-head -head meetings, they've gone over 6.5 goals in in uh, three straight and four of their last five. So when you take into account everything, I just see goals here. I think Tampa's mm -hmm. going to win, but I think the best bet is to take over 6.5 goals at BetMGM. Pays 1.78 to 1. Pretty good odds. I like that. Both teams are, you know, their goaltending hasn't been great, but both teams are able to score. And low-key, like Tampa, since January 1st, like they're third in goals four per game. Like they are, they're really back to the form that we're used to. And I yeah. think we got to talk about Cooch though, because this is a very, I think a prime game for Cooch to score some points. Yeah. One of my favorite props of the night player props. I just think, and it's always tough to pick a player because it's hard to get points in the national hockey league. Contrary to what Nikita Kucherov does on the ice every game, but he's had multi-point games in five of his last seven. He's just, he's driving the bus and New Jersey's not the type of team I think that's going to stop him. So I like him to get over 1.5 points tonight. It pays 1.67 to 1 at BetMGM. Like I mentioned, multi-point games in five of his last seven. Four goals and 16 points in those seven games. He's averaging over two points a game in his last seven games. Next up, the Montreal Canadiens are visiting the Pittsburgh Penguins. Gosh, these teams are both train wrecks for different reasons. But what are we thinking yeah. on this one? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go with the Penguins here just because I think they're desperate. They need a win. They need a big win. They are struggling. There's rumors of Jake Gensel, who's an unrestricted free agent on the trade block, who I think would be a huge add for any team, not just because he's a proven, you know, he's like a 40-goal guy when you average him out to 82 games if you did it over the last three or four years, but this guy is a proven, proven playoff performer. He actually like seems to pick it up in the playoffs at times. But how's that going to sit with Crosby? They just yeah. added Eric Carlson in the offseason, and you're going to trade Jake Gensel. But at some point, you need to give your general manager and your team a reason to keep these players. Pittsburgh's lost three straight, I believe. They need a big win here. They're playing a Montreal team that won their last game, but they blew a three-goal lead. They were up 3 nothing against the Islanders. Islanders tied it at three, and then Montreal won 4-3. Previous to that, they lost their three straight by a combined score of 18-7. to Jake Allen's in the net for Montreal tonight. He's been way worse than Sam Montembeau when the Habs have had him in net. He's lost three of his last four starts, and all those three losses have been by at least two goals. I like the Penguins to make a statement on the puck line, give their GM something to ponder, maybe keep Gensel, maybe add something uh, after the break. Because if they lose here... You got to think, you know, the trade rumors are going to start picking up even more. Take the Penguins on the puck line, win by two goals or more. They're paying 2.05 to one at Bet and Jam. If you want a safe play, just pick them on the money line. They're paying 1.44 to one. The Penguins cannot lose this game. They cannot afford to lose this game. Agreed. Let's move on to the next one. The Arizona Coyotes are visiting the Carolina Hurricanes in this one. Two teams that typically aren't the highest scoring, we should say. Yeah, and going off what you said, I'm going to lean towards the under here. Under six and a half goals picks uh, pays 1.83 to one at BetMGM. I was curious what the betting line was going to be on the over-under here. If it was six goals, that made it might have made me choose to go another way because I see this being around a 4-1, 4-2 game, but under 6.5 goals, I'll definitely take the under here. 1.83 to 1 at BetMGM. Phoenix just uh, hasn't... Phoenix. <laughs> Sorry. Arizona. Yeah. 
they do play in Phoenix or around there, I think. <laughs> Who knows? They're, mo- they're moving arenas every couple they're seasons. Nomads. Yeah. Yeah. But, anyway. but they've, they've only averaged two goals per game on the road in their last four road games. Um, after Clayton Keller, their leading scorer is Matias Maselli. He's only got 32 points. They might only have one 50 point player this year. So um, yeah. Carolina gets it done with defense. They've gone under 6.5 goals in three of their last four. So that's my favorite bet here. I don't know what you think, but 1.83 to 1, that's where I'd lean towards in this game. So we last episode we talked about the Carolina Hurricanes Cup odds or their or just come out of the East and their future props. The Canes low key, you know, 7 2 and 1 their last 10. They're starting to pick up a little bit. They are one of those teams where in a jam-packed East, you could totally see them coming out of there. But would you take the odds them to win the Stanley Cup? You know, I the it's tough for me to take them to win the Stanley Cup. I wonder if they'll make an ad at the deadline. Carolina is just a, is a very deep team. They don't though. They, they don't. They really don't. They're, you know, their goaltending's a question mark. I think they got the deepest. Look, they fire shots at the opposing. They are Corsi, Corsi analytical God. person's dream team, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think their defense is absolutely stacked when healthy. Um I just I have questions about the goaltending. I have the questions about the top end talent. Um, so I think they're a good bet to come out of the East. I just don't see them winning the Stanley Cup. Um, Eleven but, to one odds. You're basically betting on if Sebastian Aho and Svechnikov can take the step that you need from those guys. Svechnikov, you know, he's had injury issues. I don't even know if he's back tonight. He's dealing with an upper body injury now. You know, he had issues coming off. I believe it was ACL surgery in the off season. So it's just a tough team to trust. I do think they're, I think the odds of them coming out of the East are six to one. I do like that bet. I just think the Western, the top end teams on the West are way better than the toppings teams in the East. But I'll say this, Carolina, you mentioned their good play of late, seven, two and one in the last 10. They're about to take over first place in the Metro division because the Rangers who have held that spot since seemingly the beginning of the season are really struggling. Absolutely. Next up, speaking of the Rangers, they are visiting the Ottawa Senators. Seems like a you know a pretty good chance to head back in the win column. Yeah, I, I was stunned at the odds today. It was two to one for the eight Rangers to win on the road against the Sens. Stunned at the odds, so I think those are great odds. I bet that while you can get it. So two to one just for the Rangers on the money line at BetMGM. Look, a couple things that uh, we should note here. Ryan Lindgren uh, looked like he suffered an injury in the Rangers last game. Uh, that was last night, actually, I believe, against Vegas. So he looks like he's going to be out of the lineup and miss some time. Jacob Truba, he's under league review for a hit last night on uh, Pad- Pavel, I think, Dorofiev. Sorry if I got the name wrong on the Golden Knights. So they might be missing two key defensemen tonight. But they were missing their best defenseman for 10 games earlier in the season, Adam Fox. And they still found wins, ways to win. So, I mean, you're playing the Senators here. You're not playing a world beater. Sens can't beat good teams. They they just have struggled. They've won some games lately, but they really struggle against good teams. They have only one win against a team with an over 500 record in their last 14 games. Two to one odds for the Rangers to win tonight at BetMGM. I love it. Yeah, no, I, you can't go you can't go wrong with that. But you know what I don't love? I don't love the Rangers as a cup contender. I didn't before and I still don't. 12 to yeah. 1 odds for them to come out of there. I just, I can't see it. I really cannot see this team winning the cup. I don't know. Not even coming out of the East, to be frank. I, I'd agree with you there. I'm, I'm in agree. You know what, man? The, 
The East totally. has a lot of question marks. The East, totally. that, that heavyweight teams, there's a lot of question marks with every team in the East. So, But I, whenever I look at the cup odds, to me, it's like, okay, value aside, it's like, do I see this team being one piece away or being at the point of, can they win the cup? And if they're a couple and need some roster surgery, I don't know if I'm putting my money there. Because if you look at the teams that win cups, very few of them have glaring holes. And I'm talking like, for example, Vegas last year, right? All year, they were able to get by with like average goaltending, right? You know, mm-hmm. no star. But they still as a team were keeping the puck out of the net. Like they were still playing well. So I think the Rangers, they've got a lot of big names. But again, I've said it all year. I'll say it again. Not sold. Not sold on putting money on them winning the cup. What would you say the Rangers glaring hole is? Or do you I said see- it last time. I think it's just the way they're built in the center position. Like right. I think that it's nothing against Zizhin. Oh, God. Zabinajad. Zabinajad. I always Zabinajad, yes. Yeah, Everybody gets it wrong. Nothing sorry to all him. our Iranian listeners are out there. It's nothing against him or even Trocek. Like, both are good players. But I don't know. I just don't think that. I think that their team is largely in part driven by the wingers. The Criders, the Panarins, and whatnot. Adam Fox is a horse. He's great. All that. Shesterkin's been kind of not himself, too. Let's also not forget. But, yeah, the centers. I don't see those two being a one-two that can win you a cup. Yeah, I hear you on that. My only thing with when I look at this is like, man, like who's they can they can probably beat most teams in the East, though. That's the thing. It's just if I was to pair them against teams in the West, the Colorados, the Edmontons, the Vegas, the Dallas. That's what I mean. I don't see them even coming close. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Next up, the Toronto Maple Leafs are facing the Winnipeg Jets in Winnipeg Hockey Night in Canada, a rematch from Wednesday, which was a very, very close game. I think the Jets were the better team in that one. Could we see them get revenge tonight? Yeah, I mean, the Jets were, I think the Jets were, the Leafs picked it up in the third and sure. overtime. But the first 40 minutes, it, it wasn't even close. It was like two teams in different leagues. And funny enough, Ilya Samsonov is the reason the Leafs got two points that night. He held he them. Good. He, he played spectacular. He's back in the pipes tonight. Winnipeg was playing their backup. So Connor Hellebuck's back in the pipes for Winnipeg tonight. I don't see an out, a, a Winnipeg team that's been playing outstanding all year, losing two games in a row to a Maple Leafs team that's been scuffling for a while now, even with their recent win. The Leafs have only won three in a row once in their last two months. They're looking to do it again. To take to beat a very good Jets team in back-to-back games, I think that's a tall task. I don't see it happening. I think the Jets will definitely figure out Samsonov tonight after he stoned them last game. And the Leafs are facing an even better goal. They could only get one one past the Jets. They needed OT last game. They're facing an even better goalie tonight. So I like the Jets to get one back tonight. I don't know what you're thinking towards. And I know yeah. you were at the skates this morning, so you might have some injury news, which might sway our betters in one direction or the other. Yeah, no, I actually, so I it didn't end up going. I had to, it was an optional for the least, but I will say that the Hockey News' David Alter confirmed that Ryan Reeves is going to be coming into the lineup for the Leafs. Uh, for the first Really? Time. Yes, he is. So, and is Yarn Croc out for the Leafs then? Yarn Croc's out, yeah, week, week to week, I believe, with a knuckle injury. And, and do we have word on Morrissey? Uh... I do maybe producer Connor can check. I cannot recall. I'm pretty Josh sure Morrissey playing. left that game. And there is another thing like they were playing. The Jets were playing for five with five defensemen for the majority of the game, missing their best defenseman um, in Josh Morrissey. So there, it was questionable whether he was going to be in action tonight. 
Shifley is not playing still. I know that. So yeah. they could be yeah. out their top forward and their top defenseman. Having said all that, the Leafs, I just don't have confidence in the Leafs to win two in a row against the Jets. I'd still take the Jets regardless. And uh, yeah, Ryan I Reeves, would... interesting. You know, that's his hometown too. That's where it he's is. born in Winnipeg. So good he's for him to get other. that. That signing is... It's Brad okay. Tribbling looks like he's made some terrible offseason signings. Let's just leave. I'd it agree. That. And speaking of Tribbling, I got to ask you this: You look at these two teams, and I think it's a foregone conclusion the Jets are on a different level than the Leafs right now in terms of cup contenders. But man, the odds, like the Leafs are favorited more. Like they are fourteen to one odds to win the cup. The Jets are fifteen to one. We just had the discussion about the Rangers and stuff, where it's like, okay, is this roster either a cup contender or are they one move away? I do not see the Leafs being close to contenders frankly at all like i think that yeah i i don't i think that's ridiculously naive i don't understand what i would first of all let's just get out of the way i would not put my money on that on the leafs winning cup this year but also for them to be more fa- favored than the jets like that's insane to me yeah that's and more uh, he's a game time decision thanks producer connor oh but is expected, expected to, play, to play so even more reason to bet on the jets i i 100 agree with you the jets have been the best team or second best team in the league trading spots with Vancouver for like a month now it according to the standings like they're the best team in the league or the second best team in the league for like a month now the Leafs the Leafs have been a disaster this last month yeah they've been an absolute disaster they there are so many question marks there's question marks in goal there's question marks on D after Morgan Riley they don't have a number two defenseman they don't TJ I don't even know if Riley's a number one to be frank with you well, I don't think he's a stud number one, but I think he's a number one. Maybe low end. Okay, fair enough. Uh, what's low end? I'd say he's. I say he's middle. He's not a top fifteen defenseman in the league. Like Morgan Riley, though. Like on a playoff, look at all the number ones year after year. Do any yeah. of them fit the profile of Morgan Riley? The, is Josh Morrissey better than Morgan Riley? And if he is, is he that much better though? I believe so. Really? Yeah. You think Josh Morrissey's a level above? I don't agree with that. I can say that. I don't, you can say Morrissey's better, but he's not a level above him. If we're talking about Quinn Hughes, Kale McCarr, Adam Fox, Fair. Victor Hedman. No, that's true. That's true. Alex Petrangelo. I don't see, uh, like, I think you can be, make Riley's an argument either way. better than Josh Morrissey. I think that's egregious. I'll say this. Based on what you expect of their players, oh, I mean, Matthews is on pace for 70 goals. Morgan Riley, I think, has been maybe the best Leaf this year. Because even Fair. William Nylander, when he signed that contract, he went missing. Last game, William Nylander, for as much as people love Nylander, he gave the puck away. Crap. It was a two-on-one the other way, and he just did nothing for a second, and then he skated back. And, yeah. you know, those are things that don't get highlighted unless the other team scores. He but still got – I'm still yeah. stunned at that contract. I think Morgan Riley's been exceptional this season. In my okay, opinion. let me rephrase my point about Riley, though, when I talk about the Leafs Cup odds. Riley, like, whatever. Like, but I think that team still needs one or two defensemen they need a, that I agree with you. They need a very good defenseman too. That's what I right. was going to say. I, I think they need like a Noah Hannafin. Uh, acquiring an Ilya Labushkin, a Nick Sealer. Um, who's the other guy on Philly? I'm sorry. I'm missing him now. I don't know if you can uh, remember. Not Sanheim? No, not Sanheim. Like a, a Lauren defenseman. There's Sealer and, and somebody Walker. else that's uh Walker. Walker. Yeah, that's Walker. Uh, in the... Those guys aren't going to make the difference for those type of guys aren't going to make the difference for the Leafs. Um, exactly. Even as the Dorov, who was rumored, I think Tanev is a good pickup, but they need a big 
I don't think Jacob, our producer Connor just threw Chikrin in there. No, I don't think the Leafs have the, yeah, they need a big name. The problem. Sure, but they don't need more, like Jacob Chikrin's Morgan Riley light. Do they need more of that? They need a two-way guy. Right. I, I, I think they need, well, Jacob Chikrin would be their second best defenseman though right now. Of course, of course. That's what I'd say. And Noah Hannafin as well. But that's the type of guy they need. And even then. So there's holes on D. Sorry, we got kind of got away with our Morrissey Riley debate. But there's holes in goal, obviously. We don't even have to discuss that. There's holes on D. And there's holes up front. First of all, first of all, the guy, the big guys haven't proven they can do it in the playoffs for the Leafs. Matthews didn't score a goal against the Panthers in the second round last year. Marner was missing. Nylander got benched against the Lightning. So, and the, the bigger issue is they're de- they they have very little depth on those yep. third and fourth lines. They're not cup so, contenders. Meanwhile, I think the Jets are one trade away from I having know. those odds shoot up. They need a second line center. It's about uh, they could sure they could use other other things here and there, but really they just need a second line center. So I think the oh. Jets at fifteen to one is a great bet. There's no way I'd touch the Leafs at fourteen to one in the cup odds right now. The Florida Panthers are visiting the New York Islanders. Florida, low-key, they're climbing up there. Islanders are still in the fight with Patrick Watt at the helm. What are we thinking for this one? I like the under 6.5 goals here at 1.83 to 1. I kind of like the Isles to sneaky win this game. But, you know, they, they've lost two of three actually now since Watt's taken o- over. So I like the under 6.5 goals better at 1.83 to 1. Um, the Isles have gone under 6.5 goals in five of their last seven and two of three under Patrick Watt. Meanwhile, Florida has been really good defensively lately. They've only allowed five goals in their last three games. In the last 10 head-to-head meetings, they've got these teams have only gone over six and a half goals once. So when they face each other, they play a defensive style of game. Um, Florida, as I mentioned, just outstanding with their defense lately, only giving up 10 goals in six road, six road days, games since the calendar flipped to 2024, an average of 1.7 per game. And when we're talking about Stanley Cup contenders out of the East, this might be the best team to focus on. I would agree. I think the Panthers are, I think that they're, when you look at the criteria again, I think they're built to go on a run, as you saw last year. I think they're capable of doing it. And I think that they are able to beat any team in the East and possibly a team in the West. Like if the stars align, I can see it. So, you know, 11-1 odds for them, tied for the best in the East. I can see a world here where the Panthers are able to hoist the cup. I can totally see it. Yeah. And in addition um, to, I mean, their defense, I think the addition of Ekman Larson of the offseason, sneaky under the radar move for a little cap, for a little cap hit because um, Ekblad and Montour were out to start the season has been really great. Gustav Forslund's been great. Their D is really good. And mm-hmm. Ekblad and Montour will probably have some extra gas in the tank this year because they both missed the first 15 to 20 games of the year recovering from injuries. So they're going to have more legs under them. I think they could use a deal at the trade deadline too, but I think this might be the best team right now in the East to make the Stanley Cup at 11-1. to I would agree completely. Um, Let's move along though to our next game. Vegas Golden Knights are visiting the Detroit Red Wings. Red Wings are hot, man. 8-2-1. Vegas are kind of continuing to spiral a little bit. Um, as a whole, we'll get to them in a second there, but what do we like about the Red Wings in this one? Yeah, I'm going to ride the hot hand. Like you said, the Red Wings are eight, two and one in their last 11, even when they're losing, losing the games are really close. 
this team just seems to have they're coming together they're they're reaching you know they're they've slowly been built up for four or five years now eisman's been building them them up and they're going to contend for a playoff spot they're they're right in there right now and i just like them to be a vegas team that has some injuries and has been up and down lately so i like the red wings at home here they're paying 1.75 to 1 at bet mgm on the money line um vegas has been brutal on the road of late too they've won only two of nine road games red wings have won four of the last six between the two you add all the ingredients here that i've mentioned i think the red wings are just a smart bet for sure speaking of value do you like the the golden knights cup odds at 15 to 1. Ugh, i mean they're pretty good odds i just uh a lot of hockey left to I, play. Don't, I don't see them as repeat champs i don't, I don't like i think it takes a lot to repeat yeah. and uh i don't see it they're a bit worn down even though aiden hill was incredible last year um i don't see the same goaltending performance their best defensemen are getting a little long in the tooth they went in a lot long playoff i mean look they're still a really good team it's not bad odds 15 to 1 i just i like i probably like the oilers stars and abs better than them so if they're my fourth pick from the west i can't advise to bet on it next up the anaheim ducks are visiting the minnesota wild wild are on the you know they're on their last string here they really need to pile up some wins the ducks are absolutely horrendous what are we thinking here yeah i feel like i'm piling on on the ducks and seems like every time we do a show the ducks are playing and i'm picking they're their opponent, i'm picking their opponent to beat them by two goals or more uh they've they've had their moments in the last uh few weeks uh who they they did beat somebody they beat somebody buffalo? yeah they beat, they beat buffalo okay, that buffalo, was cute so. yeah yeah <laughs> so i like the wild on the puck line again though i like the wild to be win, win by two goals or more Wild suffered a tough loss the other night they've been a lot better lately um since uh Kaprizov came back they're paying 2.15 to one to beat a terrible ducks team on the money line and Anaheim have lost five of their last eight games by two goals or more each of minnesota's last four wins have come by two goals or more and i see them winning tonight so they really can't afford to lose games like this if they want to stay in the playoff race and one other nugget for you here mm -hmm. minnesota's won 10 straight against anaheim they do yeah. not lose to anaheim so if you want to play it safe the money line i bet mgm on the wild just to win pays 1.48 to one i like them to win by two goals or more pay 2.15 to one it's a good safe play though I'll, I'll give you that um blackhawks are chicago blackhawks are visiting the calgary flames the Flames, uh, the Flames got to have some motivation after the way they, they lost. Better the be Blue motivated. Packers. Yeah, if they're, if they're not motivated and come up with a good effort tonight, I mean, Craig Conroy, well, start start picking up that phone, start sending those guys packing if you don't sign them to extensions. Because, I mean, I think the, the odds of the Flames making the playoffs, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet the Flames to make the playoffs right now unless you gave me like thirty to one odds. Like right. That's that's what I did. If they lose tonight, I, I wouldn't bet it unless you give me like fifty to one odds. So well, they, they got it. the Blackhawks tonight. I think they'll pump them. Chicago's, Chicago's terrible on the road. They are mm -hmm. terrible. They've lost nineteen straight road games, Jacob. Nineteen in a row. Sixteen of them by two goals or more. So I like the Flames to pump them tonight. I like the Flames on the puck line to win by two goals or more. They're paying one point eight seven to one. They better be motivated. They lost four in a row. They lost 5-2 at home to a bad Blue Jackets squad the last game. 
they can't lose two in a row to teams like that. So I really like the Flames to feed the Blackhawks tonight. All right, let's get to our last game. The Columbus Blue Jackets are visiting the Vancouver Canucks. Speaking of abysmal teams, Columbus has just been brutal. Canucks, they're rolling. Is it obvious what we're going to pick here? Yeah, I think it is. I mean, Columbus did just come off a 5-2 win over the Flames, though. So they did just score a win. But Columbus gets a big win on the road. And then, consistent. And then they, they lose a game right away. They've lost after... After a win on the road, they've lost four of the next five games on the road this year. So the Canucks have been terrific all year. I like the Canucks on the puck line. Another puck line play here. Two goals or more uh, to beat the Blue Jackets by two goals or more, paying 1.87 to 1 at Bed MGM. Vancouver ranks second in both goals for and goals against in the league. Columbus ranks 21st in goals for and second to last in the league in goals against. What does that tell you? That tells you that we should have a game where the Canucks smash them tonight. Vancouver hasn't played since Wednesday when they have two days off between games, two full days off. They're 9-2, and two, outscoring their opponents 40-23 to 23 in those games. Well-rested, way better team. Columbus is bad. <laughs> Take the Canucks to win by two goals tonight. We have the makings of a blowout here. Now, the last question we'll get to here. Canucks, we talk about it all year. You can't write them off, but 17 to 1 cup odds. Do the Canucks fill that criteria for you that you could put money on them? You know, I always thought last year, I'm like, why are the Canucks so bad? They have a good team. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't think they have. I like the odds, though, man. I don't think they have enough to like win the cup. I got to say, I like the odds at 17 to 1 with the way they've been playing, though. And I don't see too many holes make another in this ad. Yeah. And they could also add another body. Like, yeah. I'm, you know. I'd consider it. At those odds, if you put 10 bucks down, you're winning 170 bucks. You put 20 bucks down, you're winning 340 bucks. Crazier things I have would, happened, really. Like, I mean, they, they have a lot of the ingredients. It, it's hard to go from being a non-playoff team to a Stanley Cup like winner in a year, but... I would honestly, I, it's a bet I'd make. Do I think they're going to win the cup? No, but at these odds, it's a bet I'd throw money on. I would agree. All right, George. Well, that's all we have for today for our slate of NHL Saturday games. Please bet responsibly. Listeners, enjoy the games today. And until next time, we'll uh, catch you for another episode of the Hockey News Action Show presented by BetMGM. Take care.